Welcome inside the Hill City Highlights podcast, a podcast about the people of Lynchburg for the people of Lynchburg. Now, here's your host, Alan York. Welcome back to another edition of our Hill City Highlights podcast. I'm your host, Alan York, and today we're going to dive into the Downtown Lynchburg Association with James Ford, uh, their marketing director. First off, James, thanks for joining us on the podcast here this week. Uh, lots to uncover about your career and about the uh, the DLA. And uh, just start with you first. Uh, tell our f- listeners where you're from and how you got here to Lynchburg, Virginia. Yeah, for sure. Thank you for having me. I'm stoked to talk about uh, the city that I live in and, and love. Um, I grew up in Northern Maryland and moved down here to Lynchburg for school in 2014. Um, I got my communications marketing degree from Liberty and have have been here ever since. So I'm, I'm worked my way up to marketing director with the Downtown Lynchburg Association and I love promoting everything that the city has to offer. It's one of my favorite things. Growing up, James, in Maryland, what were your career aspirations? And did those change as you got into college? And how much did it change maybe after you graduated? Or are you doing really what is in your wheelhouse? Yeah, I think that um, growing up, I knew that I wanted to own some some sort of my own thing, you know, my own business. I'm, I'm not quite there yet. Um, I do some freelance stuff on the side, which I think dips into that a little bit. But um, I think once I got to school and not really knowing what to study, um, I, I learned that Liberty had a strategic communications department and it was fairly new at the time. And Um, I've always had a creative edge, and so I like storytelling, I like documenting, and I think I found that uh, niche at Liberty. Um, And I think living here post-college, or or honestly, any any city that I would visit, I, like I said, just would find myself like wanting to tell the story of what's going on here. You know, if I would visit a small town and go try a coffee shop and then get some lunch and I wanted to meet the business owners. I wanted to know why that city and, and specifically now that I'm here, why Lynchburg? Um, and, and so finding this job listing was ideal because it, it gave me the opportunity to do exactly what I, what I like to do just day to day on my own. And, and now I, I could do it for work. So it, it's great. Joined by James Ford, the marketing director of the Downtown Lynchburg Association. James, you mentioned storytelling and that's what we do on this podcast and that's what i do is my day job is the radio broadcaster for the liberty flames uh getting to liberty what's that story for you uh why was uh coming to school here in lynchburg the best fit for you yeah absolutely so i had two other brothers older than me that attended liberty and i i think that it just was in our blood at that time and and as a sophomore and junior in high school, I, I don't know that I had my sights set anywhere else. Um, having visited since I was eight with my oldest brother coming here, it just felt like a second home. And, and I think with all the, I don't know, positive change and growth and, and um, I don't know, Liberty's campus when, when you visit as a middle and high schooler just feels like an amusement park, you know? And so I was, um, very excited to kind of continue that tradition in the family and, and head down to Lynchburg. So just made sense. 
And we look forward to having a representative from Liberty on our podcast in the, in the near future. And maybe it'll be Don DeCostin, the new president. So yeah. maybe we'll see. I know he's uh, doing a great job in the first few weeks he's been here on campus. Uh, and do want to talk about the uh, the Downtown Lynchburg Association for the majority of this podcast. Maybe another thought or two of your time at Liberty. How did yeah. your time on campus here uh, prepare you for what your role is now today with the Downtown Lynchburg Association? Yeah, um, I think I, I remember as a freshman just immediately, like as soon as my parents left campus, I was like, wow, OK, I'm on my own here. And I, I think you're immersed into just so many experiences and opportunities. And I thrived as a, as a freshman, just meeting new people. I was like so excited just to make as many friends as I could and, and meet my professors and, and try a ton, ton of different things. I ended up trying out for the crew team and making it and doing that my freshman year. And it was awesome. And I think like I, I met a whole realm of people that I, I never anticipated. Um, so yeah, I think uh, just kind of being forced to connect and make those relationships on my own um, was very helpful, especially in my role now. I mean, I of of all of us on staff here, I I definitely am the one that connects in person with the business owners the most, you know. And so I think that equipped me just to have good social skills and and know how to relate to people and and. Uh, get a story out of them, you know? So, yeah. You shared with me, James, you uh, have been with the Downtown Lynchburg Association since uh, early 2020, right before COVID hit. Uh, what's the story on uh, the the job opportunity and where you saw the posting first and how you ended up uh, being selected uh, to be on the staff there? Yeah, absolutely. So I... Um, little backstory, I actually got an internship in Bentonville, Arkansas after graduation. And so I moved out to Arkansas to work for a communications company thinking like, I'll never be back to Lynchburg. Like I'm, I'm here, I'm in Arkansas. I was dating my now wife and, and she had anticipated to graduate from nursing school and move out to Arkansas and we were just going to live our happy life out there. Um, now a year into that job, Long story short, they're closing the, the branch in Arkansas, and I'm like, I don't want to go where the, the HQ was, and um, that was kind of my only option. So I saw it as a, another opportunity of, of like, okay, I like change. Like, feels weird to only have been here for a year, but it was great experience. And my wife had a semester left of nursing school, and so I thought, okay, let's go back to Lynchburg. We'll, we'll get engaged, we'll get married, we'll be there till she graduates, and then let's move somewhere fun, exciting, different, whatever. Um, so I moved back here in 2019, and at the time was just working at Starbucks and doing landscaping just to, because I didn't, I didn't want to put roots down, you know, because I was, I was like, we, we're trying to get out of here. She, she was so done with nursing school, and, and I think with that, so done with Lynchburg, and um you know, we got, we got sucked in just like most people do. <laughs> so um, I ended up seeing this job posting late one night laying in bed and I'm, I'm reading the description thinking like, this sounds like they asked me exactly what I would want to do for work, you know? Um, and so I'm, I'm like battling this decision in my head of like, okay, I could go for this. It feels like it locks us in a little bit more, but it seems like a too good of an opportunity to pass up. 
so I applied and quickly had a couple round of interviews and, and I was like, I know this is exactly what I want to do, especially while I'm here in Lynchburg. So, um, yeah, got the job. And I think we knew that that meant we were settling down here a little bit more. Um, I couldn't have one year jobs on my resume. You know, I was like, I got to commit a little more time to this job. Um, and yeah, we've obviously been here since, uh, my wife's a nurse. And, and so we are, we're, we love Lynchburg. I, I feel like we'll be here for a while. James, I love these conversations I have not met you until we started taping here. Um, but a question I do have, you hear the phrase that, you know, God has a sense of humor and you said, I'm, I'm done with Lynchburg. Let's, let's go find something else. And here you are laying some roots down. Um, do you find that somewhat, um, it, it's spiritual, but it, you kind of, do you laugh at sometimes with your wife, man, we, we were close to not even coming back here. Now we are, uh, we're pretty entrenched in this community. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, we, she, she flew out to Arkansas, met my friends, went to my church, got connected. Like this is going to be our, our new life, you know? And then flash next scene within like the month, like the end of the month, I'm, I'm flying back here to, to live here. Um, and, and so, yeah, we definitely look back, especially it just, it just feels like we were naive at the time, but early twenties were thinking like, we got to move to Colorado. We got to do crazy stuff, you know? And, and, this, I, I feel like we're, we're thriving here and, and we don't want to leave, you know, which is a total juxtaposition to what we were feeling early on. So what, yeah. you, you, you mentioned you're from Maryland. Where is her family? She's from Cincinnati. Okay. Is she, yeah. is she nursing? Is she doing what she wanted to do coming out of school? Yeah, she is. So she, she worked at Lynchburg General in the emergency department for two years. Um, she actually started mid 2020. So okay. it was a wild ride, obviously. I mean, we were newly married. She's starting night shift at the emergency department, like not a great setup. It felt like at the time we look back and we're like, okay, we know God's hand was in the entire situation, just like it always is. Um, but she's now at Women's Health of Central Virginia, which is exactly in her lane. She wanted to work with with mom and babies, and yeah. um, we're we're actually expecting our first in December. So it's the perfect setup um, for for where we're at right now. Well, congratulations! When when's the due date? December sixth. Right? Oh my birthday is on the eighth. So uh, nice. congratulations, a boy or girl? Boy. Okay. You have a name picked out yeah. yet? Yes. Um, it. It's not public, so okay. we'll, we'll see how many people. I mean, I'll, I'll say it. We're, we're planning on naming him Shepherd James Ford. Wow. Uh, James, obviously, being name, and we've both always leaned Shepherd for a while. So yeah. That's a yeah. beautiful name. Well, congratulations on that. We're joined Thank by you. James Ford, Marketing Director, the Downtown Lynchburg Association on our Hill City Highlights podcast. All right, let's get to the day-to-day nitty-gritty with your job, James. Uh, when you accepted the position... Was it one that you could see yourself growing into and adding ideas or was already a, a baseline set for what uh, the the leadership wanted your role to be? Right. So we are a nonprofit organization. And so all of our funding from staff pay to uh, the events that we put on to the, the uh, holiday installations, all of that, like that's all funded through corporations, individual donors, corporate donors. And so 
we had a very small staff when I started. Uh, we've grown to five, which feels huge compared to when I was here, but um, they had created this position from scratch. They had never had a marketing person join or, or a part of their team. They were either outsourcing it or, or doing it themselves. Um, so I had a lot of freedom to bring what I felt necessary to the table, which was very appealing to me. I think I remember in my interviews, like kind of pitching ideas to them and they're like, hey, that sounds awesome. Like we've never had someone here to do this. So we were open to anything. Um, so yeah, yeah, that's been a lot of fun. I feel like I, especially having like now built trust with my superior, like um, I'm, I'm able to bring in all different ideas. It's great. Joined by James Ford, marketing director of the Downtown Lynchburg Association. Marketing director uh, can mean a lot of things. In your day-to-day, -day, tell our listeners uh, what your day-to-day -day scope is. And I know that changes hour to hour sometimes, week to week. Uh, so what is your day-to-day -day role within the Downtown Lynchburg Association? Yeah, absolutely. So the umbrella is fairly large, and I knew that coming into it. I mean, we, we handle anything from TV commercials, radio ads, billboards, uh, to tons of print marketing and cooperative marketing opportunities with the businesses and media outlets, um, and then down to social media, photo, video, pretty much any public promotion for what's going on down here, what the businesses are doing, what events that we're hosting um, comes through that umbrella. So yeah, it's a lot. There's, there's seasons that are very chill and there's seasons that are extremely daunting. And um, we're, I'm, I'm coming out of a chill summer, which is great, but, but um, the fall always ramps up, which is exciting because we, you know, we get a new influx of, of students and people that have never experienced Lynchburg before. And um, I know when I was a student, I didn't come downtown. I didn't feel like I lived in the city I lived in, you know, like, so I'm trying to change that a bit. I want students to come down here and enjoy it. Go by James Ford, Marketing Director, Downtown Lynchburg Association. You can find more information on the uh, Downtown Lynchburg Association at downtownlynchburg.com and also heavy presence on social media at Downtown Lynchburg. You mentioned the social media realm and it's changed how we do our careers, our business, our branding for anything pretty much around the world, James. How has that positively affected what you guys are doing uh, with the Downtown Lynchburg Association? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, again, coming into this job in 2020, pre-COVID, now only a month pre-COVID, but I, that was a big selling point for me getting this position. You know, like I, I felt like I had a good pulse on the way social media was adapting and changing and, and different tools that we could use. And I wanted, I wanted our organization to be the loudest voice for these businesses, you know, like getting their information out. Um, but then also just promoting, like I've said, all things downtown, whether it's events, new businesses opening. Um, yeah, so I, I think we had a really unique position, especially during COVID, because that's all these businesses had was communication. You know, their doors were closed. They didn't like we had to get information to them about different grant opportunities or the way, way the government was helping out small businesses. But then we had to get information to the public of like, hey, these these restaurants have takeout patios. You can feel safe out 
while you're eating or these these restaurants are back open or you know different different opportunities so I think we were able to amplify amplify their voices through our social media channels and we've kind of ran with that since um, so yeah it, it's and it, it's also a free service to these businesses like we're fortunate to have a large reach but it doesn't cost any of these businesses anything you know and so like I encourage them when I talk to them when a new business comes in like take advantage of our reach reach out to us when you have an when you have an event coming up when you have a special a sale a new product like we are happy to get that information out when did you see you mentioned your reach you have almost 20,000 followers on on Instagram uh, when did you see the impact of what your group um, has been doing maybe uh, post COVID, when have you seen, okay, um, our, uh, mission statement or vision is really starting to come to fruition and you're, you, you never want to be satisfied, but was there a, a point in time last three years or so, James, where you saw that your group is really, uh, moving the needle, uh, for not just downtown Lynchburg, but this whole community? Yeah, I definitely think that it's tough. It's tough when you're just looking at analytics or insights, you know, like like you see that we have 20,000 followers on Instagram, but sometimes posts reach a quarter of that, you know. Right. Um, but I think the most tangible way to track like impact are comments or or people like coming up to us at events saying, I didn't know this business existed till you talked about it. I didn't know they were open on the weekend. So you talked about it, you know, mm -hmm. like that. That is always reassuring of like, okay, people are, are paying attention. Um, I think one really fascinating story, we, we just got coffee with them the other week, but there, a couple from San Francisco created a mood board of like, hey, we're retiring, where where should we go? You know, like nothing's, nothing's off limits. And a friend of theirs that they followed on, on Instagram reposted something on their story that we shared, whatever, they find our account, and like they end up using a ton of the photos that we had posted for their mood board and just a month ago moved to Lynchburg from San Francisco. And they were like, we solely did that. But like we had never visited. We don't know anyone on the East Coast. Like we just did that based off like what you guys promote. And I was like, that's the best job security I've had. Like I want to meet you guys. And yeah, so that was a really cool like, whoa, that's a big deal, you know. And you had coffee with them recently, right? Yeah, yeah, we got to meet them, and it was awesome just to hear their story, and 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 they're now trying to pull their friends here, you know. So it's it's cool. How about it's fun to have like. Go ahead. Sorry, I was gonna say it's just like fun and refreshing to have an outsider's perspective, you know, because you have people that have lived here for fifty years and have seen all the changes, and then you have this fresh perspective that like they're just getting it now, Lynchburg twenty twenty three, and so it's it's nice. Yeah, it's cool. And I can imagine the. Um, the energy, the emotion that you feel knowing that, you know, it, like you said, analytics aside, uh, word of mouth, talking, getting real live, live relationship building uh, within this community and bringing new people in is tremendous. Your, your wheelhouse, James, what is it about your job that when you get out of bed in the morning, man, this project is really what I enjoy working on. And I know you're going to say a lot of things, but there's one thing particular about your job day to day and your career, whether it be video editing or social media, that you really enjoy doing uh, for you personally. Yeah, I, I think I've touched on this 
a, a couple different times, but definitely like the storytelling specifically when it comes to small business owners. Like I, I will never hopefully take for granted this opportunity to like sit down and have a meal with these small business owners, especially as someone who wants to eventually own my own thing, you know, like it's, it's incredible just to be able to learn from them and listen to them and like hear the struggles and the highs and the lows. And I think specifically every year leading up to small business Saturday, we have some sort of campaign around just amplifying these small business voices, you know, and, and sometimes that's just been photos and I'll sit down and interview them and then create copy out of that. Sometimes it's been videos, but that's my favorite time because it's like intentional time that I go and, and create a space and sit down with 12 plus business owners and there's no time limit. Like as long as, as long as they can handle it, like I would sit and talk all day. And I think yeah. like I've now created friendships with these business owners outside of work, which is awesome. I never anticipated that. And so I, I think that is one of my favorite, favorite opportunities from this position. I'm joined by James Ford, marketing director of the Downtown Lynchburg Association. You can find more information at downtownlynchburg.com. I'm on that website right now, James, and the mission statement to create a strong, vibrant, and welcoming downtown. There's also a vision, and there is a downtown 2040 master plan. People think, okay, that's 17 years down the road, but it'll be here before we know it. Uh, what can you share with that that's on your website? Uh, for more information, fans can go to downtownlynchburg.com. But the mission statement, the vision, and where your group sees downtown, uh, which is bustling right now with all the additions and renovations that have been going on. Yeah, absolutely. We are super fortunate to have some investors that really believe in downtown Lynchburg, you know? And so, like, they are, are fully in come to fruition. And I think when we look back at the year 2000, when the 2040 master plan was dreamt up, like it's, it's, it's wild now that we're a little over halfway through to see the progress that we've made. And obviously things change and, and, and designs of different streetscapes and stuff like that all is altered. But ultimately the vision of creating a vibrant bustling urban hub, like you said, is, is always top of mind. Um, and so I think some exciting upcoming projects like the Riverfront Park Amphitheater that's going to start soon. Um, and, and little things, too, that I think definitely probably bother some people when it comes to construction on Main Street or, or construction, whatever. But it, it's necessary. You know, like we, we need to replace the 100-year-old water pipes. And so it's not pretty in the moment, but like having a beautiful Main Street in your downtown is essential. And so I think we're on, on good pace for um, I think we're even ahead of pace of, of what we've anticipated. So, I saw a news story a couple of weeks ago uh, about the new downtown storage LYH uh, led by owners Allen and Sarah Williamson. And I know you posted about them on your on your Instagram page. Uh, use them as an example for businesses that come into downtown that want to connect with your organization or maybe you hear about them coming and you reach out to them how do collaborations like that happen and what are the benefit you think from both sides? Yeah, for sure. So we have a whole process on our end that any of the five staff members, as soon as we get word of something, some movement in downtown, we're reaching out, you know, so we have a whole welcome packet, welcome email. We introduce ourselves because we want to, we want to jump on it and we want, we're not necessarily concerned of being the first to talk about it, but we're like, Hey, like when you guys are ready, like take advantage of, 
our reach, honestly. Um, and not only that externally, like we, we have bi-monthly business meetups with, with everyone downtown, you know, and so restaurant retail attraction, but then also professional and service. And so it's a great networking opportunity. Um, we also send out bi-weekly business emails specifically to the business owners. And that, that, was essential during COVID because like I said, we are, are sending out like, hey, apply for this grant. Like this is free money, take advantage of this, we'll help you. Like, so we, we've continued that and that's a good opportunity. Like Alan will reach out, hey, opening day is X, could you let the business owners know? We'll send it out internally and, and that's a great way to connect. And, and we do that also when it comes to vacant storefronts or new properties that pop up like, Hey, if anyone's interested in moving or expanding or know of anyone that, that wants to open up a shop down here, like we, we have those contacts and connections. And so I think that is essential to take advantage of. My wife and I live in Forest, but we uh, frequently uh, traverse downtown for dinner uh, multiple times a month just because um, we like the vibe. We like uh, just being out there by the James River. It's just a, a great place uh, to come down. And it's convenient once you get down there. Uh, the way the traffic patterns have shifted the last couple of years. Um, when you uh, get in, not new businesses, but fans that may not be or residents that are not used to, I guess, coming downtown, uh, what do you tell them about it and, and how convenient it is now uh, to get downtown? Yeah, I think that um, we are always trying to reset their mindset, maybe what downtown used to be or their past experiences. Um, and it, I mean, specifically, I will list out like, Hey, try these restaurants. Like we have thousands, honestly, of parking spaces. You would never think that, but like, Hey, we have a, an entire database of where you can park down here. Like there's no reason that you cannot find parking. Like I know that's always, always an issue, but um, I, I think, yeah, just like I said, like just re-identifying what they have experienced in the past with downtown Lynchburg and trying to just create a new experience for them. Um, but like you said, I mean, once, once you come down and you have your favorite spot or your favorite restaurant, like it starts to become a frequent thing. Um, and how could you, I mean, there's such a quintessential hometown feel going to the farmer's market on a Saturday morning and getting brunch at, at the water dog and, and walking along the Purcell's Island trail. Like I, I think once you grasp onto those experiences, it, it kind of. You, you mentioned uh, the water dog, James, a success story. Um, uh, some of the concerts that come through there, uh, this was 18 or 19, uh, a pretty well-established, um, uh, legend in hip hop came through here uh, to perform mm. and it rained right at the beginning of when it was going to start and it rained for maybe two hours and we were downtown going to go to it and and we kept hearing it's still going to go it might yeah. pop off at 9 30 10 o'clock but a concert is still going to go yeah. right outside of the water dog and my wife and I went to the Water Dog, which is one of those places we frequent all the time because um, they help her. My, my wife has a jewelry business and they and she makes a jewelry out of oysters. And so okay, Chris wow. and his team at Water Dog, uh, when we need them, will uh, clean off the oysters and give yeah. it to her. So anyway, we uh, went to Water Dog. We spent a couple of hours in there because we love it. 
and went right outside for the concert and it was phenomenal even in yeah. the mud puddles it was still yeah. a fun time um so that. it's just examples like that the hospitality of everybody downtown it's inviting place to come down and just enjoy an evening a stroll tons of things to do outside of the eating which we were having to cover we've got about 10 minutes left here uh, but a lot of rec recreation opportunities as well downtown yeah absolutely and, and one thing to to kind of transition out outside of eating is like I try to tell people, especially those that have lived here, like if you have not seen a show at the Academy, like what are you doing? Like this gem of a historic space is like at our disposal. And yeah, you gotta, you gotta pay money for a ticket, like whatever, but it's, it's an incredible experience. And like one that I never took advantage of, especially being, I don't know, in college and, and in my lower twenties, like it wasn't, it wasn't appealing to me, but then I went to a show and I'm like, we got to go to every show. This is incredible. It, it's so professional and, and well done. And I, I think it, I don't know, makes for an all around great yeah. evening down here. New businesses uh, come downtown. They offer energy and ideas. What about existing businesses that might have been downtown for decades and decades that are still operable? Um, how do they, from a um, experience standpoint, how do they still help the association um, despite, you know, um, not having uh, new media ideas, but still the experience of, hey, we've been down here. This is what we see. How do you uh, incorporate all that together? Yeah. I, I mean, I just an hour ago was with uh, Mary who works at Enchanted. It's an estate shop and she's been here 25 years, you know? And so I think, First off, like connecting Mary or, or those like Mary with the new businesses that are coming in is, is always beneficial because um, while the new businesses have, have fresh, fun ideas, the businesses that have been here and established have, have made it through everything, you know, like, like in 25 years, imagine how much has changed down here and they're still thriving. And so obviously there's some stock into how they're running their business. Um, but I think it's essential to have those staple restaurant retail hospitality locations that have been here and, and seen all the changes um, and ultimately i think the the common uh feeling from all of them is like hey more more opportunities down here is better for everyone you know like bring it on we want new as much as everyone else does and um, i think it's a good good opportunity for collaboration Wrapping things up with James Ford, Marketing Director of the Downtown Lynchburg Association. Again, more information available online at downtownlynchburg.com. Also, a uh, very uh, vibrant uh, Instagram page as well. Final thought here, James, as we uh, say goodbye to you. Uh, we've covered a lot about your organization, about uh, businesses around the downtown area. Uh, what, what else would you like for our fans uh, and listeners to know uh, about your organization, how they can get involved and in, uh, continuing to, to move that needle uh, to get people downtown and maybe some of the events you have coming up here in the uh, early fall. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think some really great opportunities and, and easy opportunities to get involved is to volunteer. And so we always have opportunities at events for volunteering, but, but then we have more of an exciting creative route to take when we do uh, new murals, you know, like we're always, we, 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 Yes, we hire the artists to design the mural, but we can't expect them to paint an entire streetscape on their own, you know? Um, and so that's a fun opportunity to get the community involved. Um, so this fall, we, we actually today plan to open up 
Um, our, our call for volunteers for our Art Alley refresh. Art Alley is down on Commerce and 10th Street. And we plan to, to completely paint that street again and add a fresh coat to the, to the murals all around. Um, but then we also have this, and this is new, we announced this a couple weeks ago, but Bright Nights on the Bluff Walk, it's gonna have a big kickoff event. Um, but it'll be eight weeks of a, an, an experience downtown. Um, we wanted to kind of bring that Christmas holiday tradition back to downtown Lynchburg. Um, and so that'll be this November through January. And again, an opportunity to, to volunteer this event or, or just take advantage of it as a community member. That's James Ford, Marketing Director of the Downtown Lynchburg Association. James, appreciate your time and your insight uh, to your organization and uh, making uh, Lynchburg what it is here today. Appreciate the time. Absolutely. I'm thrilled to be here. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Hill City Highlights podcast. Have an idea for future shows? Email our team at hillcitypod at gmail.com. And join us each week for another episode of the Hill City Highlights podcast.